Ballers and God. You are listening to the Ballers and God podcast, sponsored by 316 Club. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Boys and God podcast. Yes, we are returning with another baller for you guys and we're excited to get into this one. Before we get into the podcast, you all know what it is. We are sponsored by 316 Clothes, the best brand for clothing on the planet. And remember, it's not just a clothing brand, but it's also a movement in Christ as well. So bringing faith mm. and fashion together as one. So please, guys, go over to 316 Clothes. Go follow their page on Instagram. Go to their website. Look at all the wonderful clothes you can get. And you can start looking fresh. Look at Kenji in the in the uh, 316 Clothes shirt. I've got that hot on. You know what I'm saying? Come <laughs> on, guys. You know what it is. You go through, go through. And without further ado, let's get straight into the pod. Obviously, I'm joined by uh, Kenji Gare. Kenji, how are you doing, bro? Yes, guys, we are back. We are back. I'm doing well, enjoying my life out in Qatar. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting into this episode with Brother Wes. Oh, man, this, this is going to be juicy, you know, KJ. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be a good Wes. one. Welcome, Wes. Welcome. we got a good yeah, one. And yeah. before we get into Wes to introduce himself, we have to do the grand introduction as we do on the podcast. So we are joined by a baller in God. Mm-hmm. He has been played for Birmingham City, Rotherham, currently at Millwall right now. He is a promotion champion and he also an EFL trophy champion. Let the people know the silverware, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Come on now, Jamaican international and a man of God. We are joined by Wes Harding, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Wes. KJ, Kenj, thank you for having me, brothers. Um, truly a blessing to be here. Um, but yeah, it's not even an interview. Like, I know it's just gonna flow because I know you both well. So yeah, man, yeah. let's get into it. Now, nah, looking forward to this one. It's gonna be flowing nice, guys. Big smash that like button for where's people right now. Show him love, show him support. You know what it is. Like this, like this podcast. Go favorite it on Spotify. No matter where you're listening, make sure you're always updated with what the boys are God doing in the media sphere. So go and like the podcast on Spotify, subscribe to the YouTube channel, get your notifications on for every time we post a video or a podcast. Right, let's just dive straight into it, people, guys. Guys, mm. listen, man, like Wes, I call him a brummy boy because I listen, I'm from Birmingham, minute. So anyone that plays for Blues or Villa or West Brom, I call them brummy boys. But Wes is actually Ooh, not from Brom. Let's get that straight. He's not actually from Birmingham. Uh, he's from uh, the wonderful place of Leicester. So I just want to ask you, like, why was it like, like, growing up in Leicester? Actually, sorry, before that, how are you? Just how are you right now? You know, what I mean, this right here, right now, Millwall, new team, new club. Mm. How's things going? You see, when people ask, "Oh, how are you?" and I've said this to other man in the change room and stuff, we tend to just quickly say, "Oh, I'm good," and then move on. Um, but genuinely, I'm in a really, really good place um, on and off the field. Um, I'm seeing the Lord's hand move. Um, but yeah, just in life, I'm real good, bro. Uh, coming back to Leicester, I've I like to call myself an adopted Brummy because when I whenever I go back to Birmingham, it feels at home. Honestly, I came through the academy there and I lived there for uh, an important time in my life, um, going from boy to man and certainly with my football career as well. It's where I started off and where I actually came through. So I love Birmingham, but Leicester, Leicester's home. Grew up there quite comfortably, to be fair. Mum and dad got a big family. So like my cousins, I've got one older sister, but my cousins are literally like other siblings for me. So 
I um I really enjoyed growing up in Leicester, bro. Uh, nice. Come on now. Come on now. Um, mm. did you did you was there much supporting of Leicester City growing up in your household, or was that not, like a, not no, really? <laughs> no, Leicester. I think they were in like Championship and League One, so they weren't on TV like that. I I always supported Arsenal growing up, <clears throat> but one of my um my god brother was in the Leicester City Academy. Uh, maybe around 12 to 14, 15. It's actually, he was a scholar, actually, but he used to get tickets, so we'd go and watch the games, which I loved going to um, as, like, a half supporter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did go. Didn't support them properly, but loved it. Yeah, loved yeah, yeah. No, but would you... And listen, I was in... I went to Union Middlesbrough, so when they got promoted, I was mm. in the town. It was a madness, like, absolute madness. madness. Yeah, they yeah. was getting... But when Leicester, did you go back to Leicester when they won the league? Because I would have been, te- I'm like, I would have been tempted. I would have been tempted yeah. to go and vibe, you know what I'm saying? Like to see what was going. Were you around? Because my sister was at uni there when they won the league. So uh, did you go back? Mm. Go back home? No, I'm not even. I, I was, I was at Birmingham these times. I can't remember yeah. whether I was a. I think I was maybe a scholar, or a younger player. So yeah, yeah. it's not like I could. Oh, let me just whip back to Leicester and be there. Um, but I know my mum and dad. They were. In the they were at the stadium and stuff like that. They yeah. loved it. So the whole the whole city was on fire. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't go back, but I know my family was there. No, I can imagine. Then um, also, I went on your Wikipedia. I like going on you guys' Wikipedia, you know, because some people miss <laughs> out some details and add random stuff on there. Literally, where's yours? Yeah, she yeah. says in the early stages, goes Wesley Harden is a Christian. It's just it's just one sentence. And that's Boom. it. I like you that. know what wow. I mean? So yeah, you get yeah, you add wow. stuff in there. Randomly, um, they also mentioned you ran for actually. No, let me get this right. I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> let me get this right. Uh where's where's where is it? Here it is. It says, um, you represented Leicestershire and Rutland, Rutland. at Athletics. Um, is one is that true? Because like, you never know. And two, you saying what's it? You saying. No, no, it wasn't 100 meters, Kenji. It was hurdles. That was me still. <laughs> oh, it was hurdles, man. What was it? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Hurdles and long jump, triple jump. They were my events, though. Um, oh, yeah, so basically yeah. using your long legs, basically, because where's the tall man. guy? Hey, come on. Yeah, yeah. I um, now I only represented them for hurdles, though. That was my mm. event. Uh, Leicester and Rutland, that is. But yeah, athletics. I used to love athletics back in the day, man. Oh, okay. yeah, so good, bro. Yeah, Ken, what did you did you ever do something else like other Honest, sports? Honestly, I I think like in school I did everything. I wanted to be yeah. the best in everything. I, I was weird, yeah. I was proper weird like that. I was so competitive. Like that's not school. weird, bro. <laughs> that's not weird, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be the best at everything. Like even in mm. school and stuff. Like all the lessons, I wanted to be the best. Um, but every sport, I did every sport. Like in school, I did every sport. Um, even when it came to like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, when it came to like plays and all of that stuff as well, like, <laughs> Oi, are you my only got the best role in that. <laughs> of course you did. Oi, Oi, Kenji mate. loves the spotlight. Wait, Kenji, are you, are you Troy Bolton, bro? High school musical <laughs> team in that. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. Hey. Wait, I can actually yeah, see you being that a main actor me, as well, you know. Yeah. That was actually me. So I actually played no. every sport. I played every sport growing up, and um, and yeah, 
I was on anything to be fair. I can on that though. I think it's so good because similar to me, I played everything: basketball, rugby, athletics, football, mm. swimming, and I I truly think it's played its part in making me the football player I am today. Do you know what mm. I'm saying? I think yeah. they're it made me robust and, and just being able to do different things. Um, I do, I won't say worry for, but the current flock of or generation of young footballers coming through, they've literally been football, football, football. And that might not help them on the outside, even away from football. Do you know what I mean? Football has been number one from the start. Or it wasn't number one from the start for me, to be fair, but just having that, it's quite one-dimensional, I think. Yeah. Um and I do think, yeah, it's doing a few different things has aided uh, where I am today. So um, I think it'll be the same yeah. for you. Now, I hear that fully, Wes. And I think that's mm. such an important point that you just touched on. Because you'll learn certain things and certain tricks from different sports and stuff True. like that. Yeah. And, you know, that's why a question for you, Wes, like when did football really become that number one for you? You know, mm. obviously in school and stuff, you know, you're doing all the sports and everything like that. But like when... Yeah. What, what what was that switch for you? Mm. To be fair, I don't think there was a clear switch. It was always the, the number one. Everything else was around it. Even down to school, mum and dad always made sure that I was applying myself. But football was always number one, bro. And then when it got to... So, to be fair, I, I assume you probably ask questions about this later, but I can touch on... Yeah, I was, flow, tell, tell us. yeah, I was in, I was, I was on trial at Leicester Academy when I was around eight or nine. <clears throat> Did really well, but didn't get in. Mm. I went on trial again, like under twelves, didn't get in again, and then I went to Coventry City from there, and I got in. So I was there from twelves to under fourteens, which was a real good time for me. I was released at under fourteens. I think I went on trial at Birmingham. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. After there, I went to Aston Villa on the 15s. I got in there, which I was buzzing about, then got released on the 16s. And I went on trial at Sheffield United, Nottingham Forest, Birmingham City. Went to Birmingham from there. Um, and yeah, from there, it was literally just Birmingham. But what I'm, I almost forgot the question. Come back to the question. It was always football. Like it was always my thing. I loved athletics, loved rugby, loved uh, basketball and swimming and stuff. But football was always number one. And when it it came to like okay scholarship time, so as I said, Aston Villa, it was like okay, I need a scholarship. Like this is the way for me. Didn't get my scholarship there. Thankfully, I had my the family support and my dad was driving me all up and down the country. Got in at uh, Birmingham City, and yeah, from there just uh, flourished. But yeah, football is always number one, bro. Bro, this is so interesting with what you're saying, bro. Like to hear that, like I didn't know that you went on so many trials and so many mm. plays, got rejected so many times. But yeah. you know what? Like that does something to someone. Mm. That rejection does something to you. And yeah. I want to touch a little bit on that rejection, like how that rejection shaped you as you are today. Because, mm. you know, like, especially as footballers, you know, one day you're the guy, the next day you're yeah. nothing. The yeah. next day you're the best right back in the league. The next day he's the worst right back in the league. You know, like, all, we, go through, we go through all these things as footballers. But for you to have experienced these things from such a young age, mm. 
Mm. It played a part in who you are today. 100%. And I want to, and I want to just go back there, like back there to that, where it's like how you were feeling, what you experienced. Because there's people listening to this that are in that moment right now, going on mm. trial, rejected, going on trial, and getting rejected. Like, how was that for you? Mm. I, I was in the midst of it being a young child. It was like quite sad. I think the first time was, as I said, Leicester. I went on trial, didn't get in, but I was like nine, eight or nine, and I, I, when I look back, my dad he obviously shielded me from, I don't know if it was, oh, no, it's, we'll try again in another time. He didn't say, oh, they don't want you. Uh, mm. We're going back to play for your Sunday league team. It wasn't less, do you know what I mean? And I yeah. think the importance of having like a supportive people around, and my mum and dad were that the whole time, my sister, family, etc. cetera. Um, so I'm grateful for that, but it was, when I grew to realise what was really happening, it was tough. Like, yeah. when I got released by Coventry, I remember crying. But when it came to Aston Villa, I remember feeling like, they f I feel I feel off about this. And I said to my dad, going uh, to football that day, I was like, if they reject me, I'm not going to cry today. Like, I, I'm just, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let it affect me like that. And I wouldn't have been in that headspace had I not been through it at Coventry beforehand. So mm -hmm. the Bible tells us that the Lord used it for our good. He used yeah. that Coventry situation for my good further down the line. And, but again, it's not all on me. I genuinely, my mom, my dad, my family were so supportive that it, it helped me in that time. And probably even the Holy Spirit because, but them times there, I wasn't really, yeah. I wasn't growing in, I didn't know it, any much about the faith really and truly, but, I look back and it was the support system around me that helped. So, so on that, uh, that leads mm. great into to the to the next question. Where where does that strand of faith start for you? Then, if was it something that mm. you saw within your family? Then, as you got older, started to pick up yeah. on yourself, or is that something outside? Because obviously, not everyone comes from a Christian household. Yeah. So, how did that start for you with that that beginning of faith and in relationship with Christ? I pretty much I grew up in the church. It was a thing where I was forced to go on a Sunday when I was young. It's like, oh, please, I'm not trying to go to church. And I, you know, it, was, it was it was a dis. I had to. It felt like a chore. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't so. Oh, that's early stages. And then, so I moved to Birmingham at 16 uh, as a scholar. So when I was coming home at weekends now. I saw the leniency because one, my mum and dad had missed me and they weren't always going to church every weekend. So it's like, oh, we can let them stay at home Sunday. We can all just chill at home Sunday kind of thing. So that's when it became a choice and I always chose not to pretty much. Um, but further on down the line, I think I was around 18, I moved into a new digs and the people there were believers. Oh, and wow. I think just through, yeah, honestly, Ken, just through being in that environment, it really does conjure up a faith and a, um, what's the word? It, yeah, it conjures up your faith and it makes you realise, okay, or it makes you think about certain things a bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, to be fair, I'm going into my testimony, gosh. No, um, no, no, this, this is what we're here for, man. This is the Boys yeah, and yeah. podcast, man. But um, I, I really did feel at this point I think I was and bear in mind I was always a believer I always knew there was God and 
certain times I'd seek him, certain times I wouldn't buy. I knew I was conscious that God was there. But as I said, through being in and around them, it made me seek a lot more. And I came to the realization that, yeah, like Jesus truly died for me. Um, and just through walking through this, I remember they they spoke to me one time. They, they were speaking about baptism, just on a random one. Mm. And um, that you might know about you version, the Bible app. I was yeah, doing a yeah, plan. Yeah. I was doing a plan, um, which had I, I can't remember what the topic was, but it was nothing to do with baptism. And there was a scripture about baptism in there, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, Lord, are you actually speaking to me? Like, I, I don't, I don't have great discernment at this time, but I don't know, Lord, like, speak to me. And I kid you not, maybe within a week later, my mom and dad. So my dad, it was on the phone to him. It was like, son, me and your mum are getting baptised in a, a couple of weeks' time or in a month's time or whatever it was um, together because they were believers, but they were, do you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. kind of wishy-washy. And they said, yeah, we're, we're getting baptised. And I was like, I, I actually felt the pull. Like, I thought the Lord was telling me to get baptised with them. And by God's grace, we, we got baptised together, the three of us, which was Ooh, amazing. Oh, yo. Yeah. No, it was amazing. Um, just before my 19th birthday, so I was 18, um, the three of us got baptized together, which was beautiful. Oh. My sister had been baptized before mm. the three of us anyway. But honestly, it was like three times the Lord spoke, man. And it's like I needed that confirmation. I wasn't sure. But I, I'd already given my life to the Lord beforehand, but just that push to get baptized and publicly yeah, declare it. That grips grip yeah. it for yourself, innit? Yeah, yeah. You see that? He told you three times, three of you got baptized out of your family. Like, oh, wow. that's magic. Oh, listen, I've not, not heard many stories where a whole family or families mm. get baptized together. I hear that's them at bad. different points of life, but yeah, that's yeah. beautiful, man. Like, that's no, it was honestly, honestly. So, you know what I find crazy, Wes? Go on, bro. That you were put in a Christian household <laughs> in your digs. For the guys that don't know what Diggs is, like Diggs is where um, basically you go yeah, yeah. to live with another family when you play uh, for a team. Um, so that's how it kind of was. I went away to Diggs when I was at United. What did you say? Sorry. Yeah, away from home. Sorry. Yeah. Away from home. So you go and live yeah, with yeah. another family. And going to Diggs like opened my mind up so much. Like mm. I was literally like, wow. Like I started to understand things that I liked at home, what I didn't like at home, things yeah, that you know yeah. you took for granted. Things that yeah, you didn't, just... and my digs, my digs were lit. Like I loved my digs, but the food, yeah. you know, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It was techie. I'm was with techie. you. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I honestly, Ken, I've been so blessed. Just, just with parents in general. My mom and dad um, always been supportive and loving, but even moving to Birmingham, so my first digs pe parents. I, yeah, I should call them that. I literally still speak to to this day. Whenever I go back to Birmingham, I see them because they're honestly just so nurturing and loving. Um, and just, they're not they're not believers, but I do see the fruits yeah. of the spirit within them. Like just yeah. beautiful people. And um, I remember I used to do uh, oh, what's it called again? What's it called, Kenj? Where you go? football and the day of school that school leave oh what's it called yeah day release, day take, release. i get what you're saying when yeah you take it day release bro day yeah, release. yeah 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 so i'd um we'd we'd train at Birmingham. we'd train on a monday night and be off on a tuesday or tuesday night very often wednesday one of the two and i would stay with them and they literally only had one person 
like they were only taking one person, but they only did their release. They didn't want someone long term. But after having me, they they wanted me long term, and I wanted them. So honestly, it was perfect. <laughs> Yo, Mom, that's them. class, you know. And that's just because that. I'm like I, I'm very particular with my things. Ken, you know this, like how I have my things in certain. So they like that in it. Mm. Um, but even down to the second parents now, honestly, as I said, they're believers, but they just opened my eyes. Like we would say grace before dinner, mm. and I I had that at home. Yeah, I had that at home. So that for me is like, as you said, like there were certain things that, okay, you realize what you appreciated, what you didn't. That was something I'm like, oh, really appreciate this. And between, well, I was going to say between you and me, other people are going to say I genuinely, I, bro, I grew up in a Pentecostal, mainly Jamaica, Jamaican elders church. I did not think there were many white Christians. So, so I'm in, bro, I'm in this house with these two older white people and they're telling me about the Lord. And I'm like, this is eye-opening to me. Like, I can't believe I was so blinkered before. Oi, um, listen, where's... Gone, gone, Cage, bro. I, I feel you, I feel you. I, yeah. I grew up in a similar Jamaican Pentecostal kind of church, small mm, church mm. as well. When I moved to uni in Middlesbrough, I, it, it was obviously up there, it's mainly, mainly Caucasian people lived there. So I went to mm, a, a, a mm. church that was multicultural, but I'm seeing like for the first time properly with white people mm, on fire mm. for the Lord. And then during oh. university, I went to Canada three times in the summer, like three oh, different wow. summers back to back to work mm. at a summer camp there, but it's a Christian summer camp. So you okay. think of like the American summer camps that you see on TV with all yeah, the yeah, yeah. of it, but then the base of it was, was Christianity. Like Christ was at the center yeah. of the, the entire camp. And when I said, I saw, Guys from New Zealand, Australia, Canada, mm. uh, French, Spanish, like people from all over the world, Northern Irish people, everywhere from around the world, having love for Christ. When I say my mind was blown, I was like, what is this? I actually thought, well, listen, I actually thought there was one way to worship. I thought there was one way to worship. There. Like, you know, when back in, hey, listen, you know, back in the day when you were younger and you used to like, you said you praise and then worship. So you used to like <laughs> these songs and all of that. Yeah. When I go to these, like, when I was in the university and in Canada, the songs are different. This is what I'm hearing, yeah. hearing Hillsong for the first time. I never heard a Hillsong in my life before I was going to these things. Hillsong, Beth, for all these people. Yeah, Matt, what's his name? Matt Redmond and them man there. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard it before. Going? I'm used to man like, um, what's his name now? Um, he's really big. The older them are really big. But, um, ah, the worst Marvin Sapp and them, man. Yeah, like, yeah, um, Kurt Franklin, Marvin Um, who else is there? My, 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 my missus, love Kirk Franklin, Kirk Franklin, Kirk Franklin, TD Jakes, when he puts himself on the mic, that's what I was used to. So, going away and seeing that God is in not just within our culture, but within different cultures as well, it was beautiful, man. So, I understand where you have that realization of yo like yeah this is actually crazy to see like god working yeah. in in something simple as someone from a different culture and race is used mad it's mm. mad mm. Mm. wow god no, is so intentional yeah. god is so intentional and what a blessing that is wes that's such a that's such a blessing of the story that so not even a story but your testimony what you went through um but mm. tell us a little bit more about your faith man i want to go a little bit deeper into your faith and um, how mm. your faith really impacts your football career 
um, you know, how did you, how you thought before, how your thoughts have changed, you know, I've got, yeah. tell us a little bit about, um, about that, bro. It's only, um, since being in Ballers in God, really, which is, what, four, maybe four years now, maybe a bit less, but that I've realised how faith and football can really marry together. Like, I, it, I used to think it was separate. Um, the Lord's with me and everything. But then, yeah, football's my thing. Or, like, I did not, I, I couldn't, it's like I just didn't realise that the two could go together. And uh, as you know, like, I really believe that I'm called to the world of football just to share the love of Christ and share who he is. Um, so I forgot the question, bro. It's honestly, it's honestly just to hear chatting. a little bit more about how Jesus impacts your um, impacts your life in accordance to your career. You know how. Oh you, yeah, how you bro. It, it's easier said than done, but I tried to leave it with him. Um, mm. Tried to sow into my career and and try my hardest work work as hard as I can and leave the rest to him. But sometimes it's hard, man. We get caught up in the flesh. But truly, I, even down to being at Millwall. It's, it's it's only by God's grace that I'm here, and so well, you lot know I can chat. So going back, what month we now? Going back a few months, I was obviously at Rotherham United, and I'd been there for three years. I just felt like it was time to. I, I wanted something new, and. As well as I'd done there, and as much as I'd enjoy it, I just thought it was time to move on. I, I had certain signs, uh, not from the Lord, just from them. So going into this summer, and you know what? Over over that time, or yeah, over that time, I've come to realize ugh, the Bible says the death and life is in the power of the tongue. I realize it now too. Like when I went into the off season without a club, I was saying to myself. I was saying to other people even, I was like, you know what? There was two things in my mind. Um, going off just my own human, um, not interpretation, human understanding of things. I'm 26 years old, injury free. Um, I'm going to be on a free. This should be a walk in the park in terms of clubs. But as I said, there's, there's, there's uh, power in the tongue. So I was saying to other people, yeah, that is true, but I just feel like the Lord is going to test my faith in this time. And I said this a few times, man. Um, so as off-season is going on and pre-season is approaching, obviously speaking to my agent, seeing what's happening, he's saying, yeah, this club's sniffing around and they're speaking here and there, but nothing concrete at the minute. Then you fast forward weeks into pre-season and it's exactly the same thing. And now it's like, okay, like, we need movement now. Um, nothing on him, like just in general, I'm just like, we need movement. Um, and long story short, Millwall comes up and I was excited because the manager at the time, along with other members of staff, were at Birmingham when I was a young lad. So I know they know what I'm about. And to be fair, even when I look back, if there's advice I'd give to anyone, it's that what you're doing today and how you conduct yourself today can come back to either bite you or help you down the line. Mm, and tax. just through how I conducted myself as a young lad, I know they really appreciated that and see me as a, a leader and, and yeah, maybe a voice now. Um, 
so that aided the move also. But yeah, uh, long story short, coming to Millwall, I was there was times where I was a bit um, I was thinking, oh, I don't know. Uh, it's a reputation that the the club and fans have, which yeah. I now know is just obviously I haven't experienced anything bad, but I think they're they're such good fans, and I, I love it at this club. Yeah. But just in the midst of that doubt, and you two are both at the um, yeah, retreat. Project Seventeen. That also that video, the vlog. Oh no, no, not Project Seventeen, bro. Oh, the retreat, the retreat, oh, the retreat fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah. book are we in? We're in the book of Daniel. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm there. I'm like, oh, Lord, I need. I just need some comfort, like in making this decision. I'm happy to go there anyway. Like it's all. I'm going regardless, but I still want comfort in the midst of the <laughs> you know the I'm going. You know the just shout me. <laughs> Bro, so um, we're in the book of Daniel on the retreat, and obviously we know that he ended up in the lines then and stuff like that. But the Lord looked after him. Millwall, yeah, the nickname is the Lions, and the stadium is called the Den. I came to the realisation that, yo, regardless of whatever is to come like it's all good right now but even in the tough times the lord will preserve me the same way he did with daniel in the den and genuinely like it was quite emotional to hear the lord speak in that way to me um so yeah i was i was buzzing with the move and i'm enjoying it now really enjoying it hey come on now and uh did you um you you missed out on Benick after like by like a season and a half or something like that. But yeah, you speak yeah. uh, do you see to Benick about Millwall at any briefly, point? briefly. Um, as you said at Project 17, um, we were just speaking, uh, myself, him and Josh Emmanuel about like club situation and stuff, and he did say, Oh, what about Millwall? I was like, Oh yeah, I didn't really um I'm not even sure. Like that there's been I don't know if there's been conversations at this point. But yeah, he he just mentioned it, but it wasn't anything yeah, like yeah. that I, I used. Um, but yeah, we spoke briefly, bro. Yeah, ah, cool. Now nah, just now nah, that's a, that's a really really cool story. How you how you mm. ended up there, you know? Like especially you know, you know especially when you're at a place where rather than you're playing you're playing regularly, you're playing games, you've experienced mm. like promotion, you've experienced winning a trophy as well. So it's easy yeah. just to be like. Why would I want to go? You know what I mean? Like it's just, mm. keep it, keep it cush. But when you listening to those those signs of it's time to go, it's time to move on, it's, it's also mm. important as well because it's very easy for us to hold on to situations, being yeah. comfortable, whether it is workplaces, whether it is relationships or friendships or whatever it is, it's very easy to hold on when the Lord is mm. telling you, yo, it's time to out, yeah, yeah, I need I need you to get out of there. Yeah. I got something for you now. You know what I mean? So, all right, and, and I appreciate that, man. That's that, that's great. And um, I just want to quickly touch on uh, on Birmingham City. Um, mm. a quick, quick one. They are a interesting team. When I say <laughs> yeah. that, that club, um, Kenj, I don't know if you know much about Birmingham, um, and Birmingham City, but the way that that club has been going through everything is crazy. Was you there? When Gary Rowett was there, and they missed yeah. him for Zola. Yeah, so honestly, it's it's just looking like part two, <laughs> bro. Honestly, <laughs> so Gary Rowett, as I said, he was the manager here at Millwall, and that was yeah. Wow. Um, even down to the my captain back then, or the captain of the first team at Birmingham back then, is now a first team coach here. Paul Robinson, really good guy. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like I think them times, yeah, I was a scholar at Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. And they were in the playoffs. So when I heard that the gaffer's been sacked, I'm like, what? What's this about? And then they brought in Zola as kind of like a Hollywood sort of mm. signing, if you want to call it that. And they wanted to play soccer and one touch football all the way up the pitch from goalkeeper. <laughs> and it just, it, it went left. Um, so I, I don't know what's going to happen now. Obviously, they're brought in Wayne Rooney. We'll see what happens. But they were doing really well under John Eustace. They, yeah. Uh, we even played them. Um, yeah. That was my, what's that? I think that was my league debut for Millwall. Crazy. Oh, you know what? You know, yeah. football's wow. funny like that. They'll make yeah, yeah. you, know, you guys plan this, isn't it? I said, you guys do this. You're like, your gap. I know I haven't started in the league yet. Or I haven't played it, but the whole team's coming up. Let me let me do it now. Because the amount of times you see this person's yeah. debut against a role club or they get the first yeah, yeah. goal against a role club. Oh, crazy. my days. No, no, no. You know what? I'm even wrong. Oh, okay. It's not a league debut. But I, it was... It was the first game where I played a significant amount. So yeah. I were, was away at Birmingham. Our club captain, the centre-half, went down injured. Um, maybe 20 to half an hour in, 20 minutes, half an hour in. So I came on and played like the last 70-plus. Um, but yeah, I've, they were looking good. Like they were playing really well. So it was a surprise to hear him go. But when they brought in Wayne Rooney, it was like, okay, I, I sort of see why, but... Boy, we'll see what happens. We'll see, yeah, because that, that stadium is still not done yet. It's, huh. it's, it's a lot of lots of. I've got a few friends, uh, blues fans, and they're yeah, they're always in this state of perpetual, just like yeah, I don't know what I know what's going on. Like they're just yeah. confused. Um, so now I feel Sad, them. For that. I feel them for that. But hopefully, well, obviously, being a United fan, I want Waza, I want our, our legend to do well. Um, mm. But I personally, I was just like. United fan, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ken, you gotta pray for him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Ken, you just support this is the topic every week. This is the topic, you support, every week. <laughs> always talking about United, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken, Ken, you can't no, start right, talking about United. It's, it's United, it, it, Ken, you, you love you love that team. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie, I've got a soft spot for United. I've got a soft spot, of course, you have, yeah, of course, yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. got a soft spot. No, got a soft fair, spot. Man. But now, no, but Greg, well. really interesting, man. Really interesting yeah. to hear to hear that. Sorry, sorry, KJ. What were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say like hope Raza does well, and um, and yeah, oh, there's one thing I wanted to ask as well, but I think it just escaped my mind. Um, About Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, but now nah, it's fine. Now it's fine. Um, guys, cool. smash the like button. You know what it is, guys. We are we are good way into the podcast now. I loving the vibes, and if you guys are too, make sure you you smash the like button. You leave a comment yeah, in the man. comment section, and you subscribe to the Boys and God YouTube channel, and make sure you keep up to us. Uh, keep up with us on Spotify as well. Right, mm. listen, Wes. So you you have been a part of Boys and God for a while now. You are you are a leader now as well. If I'm if I'm correct, yeah. So yeah, so like. <laughs> How did you start getting involved in with Ballers and God as a as a platform and as a as a group of young footballers? Mm. Um, it was John. I, I think I followed the page on Instagram, um, obviously many years ago. But uh, John, via the Ballers and God page, actually, it might have even been his own account. Just DM me saying, "Bro, 
like by the way we get together on Wednesday or oh, it was Thursdays at the time um yeah. on Zoom we just have a chat you remember them times in it Kenj yeah we just have a chat about faith and football encourage one another so I think obviously the following Thursday I would have joined <clears throat> and yeah I'm genuinely just seeing the fruits in my life just through being around other ballers who are in Christ um and then down to leadership well we like to say that we're servants man um the Lord says that the greatest in his kingdom will be the lowest so we, we serve one another we serve the rest of the brothers Kenji's also a leader and uh just try and be an example and be Christ-like so that's how it started bro and it's, it's going well man yeah. Yeah, Wes has been such a blessing in Ballers in God as well. I remember when I first joined, nice, I first bro. joined about five, I think about five years now, was it Wes? Wow. Is it that long? Hard on my time. Four or five I mean, years. Yeah, it would have been a while ago. Yeah, yeah. About four or five you know years. What? Time now, flies, bro. Time flies. And honestly, guys, like, mm. my life has changed. Mm. Like, you know, like, when you're just like, you've gone from dark to light. Like that's just mm. how my life is turned upside down through mm. where's through the guys in Ballers in God. Like it's just, it's that's just right. honestly, it, it was life changing. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe my first session on that Thursday evening. I couldn't believe that there were guys go coming on praying. Yeah. Like I just couldn't believe it. Uh, I couldn't believe, I was in, in awe of that. I was in, I was like, wow, mm. how is this, how is this possible? Mm. How is this possible? And and my story is, is is a little bit different. Like um, when it comes to, to to my to my testimony, yeah. obviously I've got my own episode which people can listen back to and hear my full. Oh, also remember extra long as well. We and Kenji we sat down. For we some went time. Bro, we went long yeah. in it. I think I watched it. I remember watching it still. Yeah, yeah, first season two. Yeah, yeah first of season yeah, two. Yeah. Man. I would. I went. I went into all sorts of areas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. But yeah, like it's uh, it, ballers and God has changed my life, and even brother Wes, like you've been such a such a blessing to see how God is moving in your life through you, um, and in ballers in God, and like just to see you now also uh, mm. married, you know, it's it's oh man, hey, we've been married, we've been married in that time. I got baptized in that time. Like my life has just changed dramatically, yeah. mm. and I've got a I've yeah. got a, a little boy on the way. Like it's just mad. Hallelujah. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. And Kenji. little little Kenji Jr. coming through. Kenji Jr. Project Bellingham. Bellingham, yes. Oh, at least you know. Kenji leader, That's what I said in it. Project Ballers in God leader. As soon as the baby comes out, you know you got the photo with the uh with the they have the baby and the boots that people put next to it. Kenji gonna put the it's not the boots, the boys and got shin pads next to him. Many the socks a lot. Oh, yeah, man. I would love that, but um, yeah, that during that time I got engaged as well. So like, hey, you know, things are going well, but. Talking about marriage, you know, that's something we've actually never really spoke about in this pod. And I want to get into it with Wes, because Wes is my yeah. guy. And, um, and yeah, so you are recently married. Is it is it over just over a year now? A year and a half. A year and a half uh, around just, that? Just below a year and a half, yeah. Yeah, and we, and we love to see that. And it's just like, you got, this is for, like, this is just for the young men, like, listening mm. to this podcast. And um, and maybe anyone who's, who's also searching for, for a partner what was the process that you went through as a man 
from meeting your 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 wife to obviously mm-hmm. now marrying her what what happened for you to one realize that she was the woman that you want to marry and two how you changed as a man because of that boy we're going deep tonight um yeah so bit of transparency i so even off the back of like professing jesus as my lord and even after baptism i think there was a time of falling in the world into lust pornography masturbation etc and just yeah sexual immorality i think part of that was down to just the flesh but i didn't have people around me I didn't, and that's down to me. I didn't put myself in areas, even like bodies in God, where I was accountable to people. And that did affect me down the line. But when it came to me and my wife, um, she is somebody I'd spoken to when I was literally in the world, um, doing worldly things, we'll say that. And there was just zero movement. Um, How do I even say it? Like it was just going nowhere. And it's not even like we spoke enough, like it was going nowhere. But fast forward years down the line, and it was, I, I remember actually speaking to the Lord and saying, Lord, like, I'm ready to be married. Like, I'm, I've been going through a time of uh, abstinency and really trying to dig deep into the things of the Lord and seeking the Lord. And I, I think it's time to get married, <clears throat> obviously, according to his will. Um, and just throughout that time afterwards, I even remember there was a gospel artist um, called D Witness. Uh, my yeah. cousin sent me a song of his, which is called Letter to My Future Wife. And one of the bars um, says, perhaps I know you already. Um, that's the realness. I'm just waiting for the father to reveal it. And I remember thinking, do I know her? Like, who could it even be? Like, I'm thinking about people in my past, I'm like, nah, this can't, like, this just can't work kind of thing. Um, but I remember then she uh, posted something like quite thought provoking on social media and I commented, not even from a place of trying anything, but from there, like, when I say the conversation was just flowing and it was, when I, the comparison to what it was when we were both in the world was just, it's night and day. And, um, yeah that that along with other things over time just made it clear to me that you know what I I think this is my wife and by God's grace we we got engaged got married and did this all went through that whole time uh abstinent abstaining should I say and now I'm seeing the fruits of the our labors like the the boundaries we had in place now it's like just little things that like even not even being able to go on holiday or do certain things together now when we do it's just like oh, this is amazing and people i think people from the world think see christianity and things of the faith as like hindrances to freedom but it's not until you when you okay you step back and you follow what the word would tell you to do and be wise and what even elders in the faith would tell you to do now you're able to do it. You're like, you know what, Lord, you're so good. Like your timing is perfect. And now we can do some things. It's, it's a blessing. So again, I've swayed away from the conversation or from the, no, uh, is, no, the question. Good, I've got a question but, yeah. for you in the midst oh, of what bro. you're sharing right now is mm. why, why, why did you set boundaries in that relationship? 
because we didn't want to fall. We didn't want to sin in it, bro. Um, yeah, talk to us a little bit about that, bro. Yeah, like so. As I said, like being in in a so like sleepovers and stuff like that, we wouldn't do things like that. Um, I'm trying to even think, like dating wise, we'd go, maybe go, go out to eat, go to cinema, like we do jam and market, the Christmas market and stuff like that, which was really yeah. nice. Hey, big up, man. Like, yeah, you know what it is. Yeah. yeah. In Birmingham. In Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like sleepovers, staying overnight, that was just a no go because things can go left. And I had a past. So it was like, you know what, this is wise not to do. But as I said, even now, I remember the first few times, like actually being married, getting into bed together, like, oh, we've actually got our legs touching and cuddling and stuff like <laughs> Little things like that, you don't think. <laughs> so genuinely, it's like, it. oh, this yeah. is a blessing, man. Yeah. Um, so. Now, I hear that. And, I, and I'm guessing because I've experienced it myself, and I'm, uh, I'm sure uh, Kenji has as well, like during that process of, boundary what mm. you're actually building is a foundation that isn't on the lust of the of the, the, the gratification of the flesh that like you're not building off that and you're really starting to build like a emotional collection so i'm guessing for you as well like during that time like you said the conversations were flowing the, the co- topics mm. of conversation must have been on a deeper yeah. level you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah 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 for real no it was literally that like i can't even remember what the first it was something about the faith as well but yeah, just little things like that is like, okay, when I compare to what it was before, what I was trying to speak about before, it's night and day. And that made it clear to me that the Lord was in this. And as I said, it's somebody who the the lyrics said, perhaps I know you're already, that's the real. Like I knew her already. Didn't know her like that, but it yeah. was someone from, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, yeah, yeah, man, it was. Wow, man. And was there and was there like a specific moment or an incident that you were like, nah, this is my wife? No, like where God like confirmed it, or was it just a process? No, you know, yeah. In all honesty, like for me, I've realized just with things in my life in general, sometimes I don't get clear cut, boom. But mm. I have to be in a place of pause and reflect mm. and look back, and that's when I can see, okay, well, that 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 okay yeah that's clear to me instead of like to be fair I, I, i've heard of other people who have testimonies one guy said oh what did he say like I, he what in a dream like she was studying gold or something or yeah i haven't i yeah i haven't had or didn't have anything like that but i look back and i see some things i'm like yeah man she that's that's why I feel man. Yeah, you know, what? and it's good to hear that because I think because you're so we are so used to hearing I had a, like I said I had a dream of of, mm. of my wife and then boom now I knew or like the when I was driving the heavens opened and was, <laughs> yeah. like, like not like we get so used to hearing that you, you, I think some people start to feel like you look for it yeah, 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 yeah where is it and I it's did. not there and this person not yeah. one and um it, it's good to know that actually you know it's different for everyone like there is a process mm. in all of it anyway and. And mm. as long as you're going through that process correctly and, and you're seeking the Lord in that and making sure you're checking yeah. in, say, is this, are we, are we in the right spot now? Like, is there yeah. something we need to be looking for, looking out for and stuff like that? Then that mm. things are going well. And and I know it, it, it can be difficult as footballers to to discern what mm. kind of woman to, to go with. And 
Um, yeah. Any ladies listening to this, uh, we apologize. This is definitely from the male perspective in all of this. Uh, maybe one yeah. day we'll get uh, some female footballers on to give their perspective on it. But like, there is so much option and choice just from having the title of footballer or Birmingham yeah. City player or Manchester United player or whoever you play for. It mm. already just comes with so many different kind of people going in, uh, coming in and trying to, to you know, be to be with you as 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 as, yeah. as men. So, but my question is for the not just for the young footballers out there, but just for young men in general. Like, how do you discern what are the best kind of women for you in in, in when you've got so much option? Boy, I'm gonna say I've got so much option. Can Boy, you listen, hear? Now, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Let's be honest here. You two, let's be honest here. When you two were young, <laughs> all you had to say is, oh, oh yeah, I'm playing the academy. And no, I was no, like, oh, no. Them on This guy, bro. I bet, I bet. <laughs> right, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet, yeah, you could Listen tell the kids. No, no, no. These jokes, and they were laughing like, like, me? No, I play for United. Ronaldo, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm here on my knees, yeah. I listen when when you when we when us normal people are on the social Don't media that, and on the, and on, the, on these apps and that you're just hoping for one like, one match. It's on your knees, like Lord, let her be the one. You man have got fam speaking, they comment it, but uh, whatever. On a serious, on a serious note, like how do you yeah, like yeah. how do you discern like going through like so many different kinds of people coming trying to be with you? I can only speak about like my actual um what's the word yeah what i've been through or, or my experience and i think being in the faith just cuts out a load of people to be honest you know what i'm saying like if you're not in the faith for me personally it's not that and i think the, that is aligned with the word from then onwards there are loads of people in the faith who might not be uh similar to you or might not value the things you value so for me, it was like, okay, I have not a checklist, but I want like a, a woman who's quite driven and just someone who's beautiful to me as well, because people come in all different shapes and sizes kind of thing. Um, but yeah, she's she's got to love the Lord. And I think that cut out a load of people for me. Um, I was seeking the Lord and that was number one. So... I hope that answers your question, bro. Yeah, no, no, no it's, it's, really, it's really good. I just want to add on that, KJ. Um, yeah, definitely. add on what you just shared there because that's really good, Wes. Um, I think you know when it comes to you know choosing the right one and picking the right one, and mm. I think I think we have to realize we have the free will to choose. However, mm. that free will comes also with what you desire what mm. it is you value what characteristics that you see in a woman and yeah. i think and i think it's really important that you know that we go to the to the word of god for for this as well and and, sure. and, it's, and in ephesians ephesians 5 it speaks about our instructions mm. to a woman and vice versa but it says, it says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So Ephesians 5, 20, okay. uh, 21. And then it says, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. His mm -hmm. body of which he is the savior. Now as the church submits to Christ 
as also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Yeah. And I think we need to be very aware that if the woman that we like right now doesn't submit to Christ, she's never going to submit to you. Mm. So it's really important that if we are, you know, the men of God that we aspire to be and, and, and that Jesus is really in our lives, that we have to make sure that the decisions that we make aren't flesh-based, that they're yeah. spirit-based, they're not <clears throat> feelings-based. It's not because mm. we feel good. Like, it's, it's well, obviously, you know, you want the butterflies and the things like that, but that fades in a marriage, you know, like that, that well, fades. But, but what, what doesn't is, is that eternal connection with your partner, that feeling that transcends understanding. Like that support that 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 you cannot that you can't get from other like she knows me more than sometimes I feel like I know myself. Mm. You know, she knows what I'm feeling more than that I know. And sometimes I'll know what she's feeling more than she knows what she's feeling herself. Mm. And these things that we, you know, because we're coming into one and that union mm. with our partners. And then mm. it goes on to say, for us as men, it says, husband, love your, love wives, your wives just as Christ loves the church mm -hmm. and gave himself up for her. So wow. we need to be ready. Um, <laughs> when I say, oh, listen, when I say, yeah. man, them love to take the first part of that verse, yeah? And leave the rest. And leave the rest. And leave, yeah. man, them, listen to me, boys. Listen, it's, I know it's nice to hear women submit to you. It's nice to hear. <laughs> yeah. But what you have to do to, for her to be in that position, mm. you have to basically lay down everything to be able to love that woman. Yeah. Like, that is a responsibility that I don't think most young men and most men don't realize that it's important. You got to take mm. it seriously. Mm. Like, that's one of the things I learned uh, dating and, and, and being engaged now. It's like, I, I really, I've learned to really pull it down for, for my what? wife. Me. No, but if she's yeah. down, if she needs something, if she support, if she needs uh, encouragement, if she needs whatever she needs, I'm there. Mm. And it's not just a oh baby, you'll be fine, pat on the shoulder or something like that. No, but I'm, you're there. You know what I mean? You you've got to you you've got to be willing to carry that on your back. Mm. Just how Christ carries us when we are weary. We mm. have sometimes got to pick up our wives. If you can do that physically, that's great. But sometimes you need to <laughs> pick up our wives and Standard. You know, she's going through it. You, you're carrying her through that. Yeah. And that's what it means to be men. And this is why I wanted to also speak about this. Um, to with Wes and Kenji because we're seeing a lot of young men nowadays not understanding what it means to be men, especially within mm. their relationships with women. And mm. these are two just two men <clears throat> who are an example of what happens when you love how Christ has demanded us to love our wives, and it's it, it's not easy. And guys, it is it is it, sometimes it's hard. Yeah. I'm not even I'm like I haven't even crossed the line. Yeah, I'm almost there, strength, man. You can't but do it with your own, your own you strength. You can't do your own strength, but it is rewarding. And I'm looking forward to my wedding. Wedding coming up soon. But guys, can, wait, can I touch on that quickly? Yeah, go on, go, go, go. Bro, honestly, yeah, as you touched on, we're to love our, our wives as Christ loves the church and as Christ loves us. His love was sacrificial. And mm. even on a day-to-day -day basis, I'm learning, like, I grew up, not a single child. I had an older sister, but she's, have an older sister who's what 10 years older than me so i was pretty much the baby things go my not my way but get me a lot of things revolve around me and so i pretty much sort of grew up as an only child now coming into marriage with 
a woman who is the second of five. So she was one of the, not even a parent, but she was one of the, she was relied on. And just the contrast, it's honestly, I'm learning so much about myself in this time. But just that, yeah, that sacrificial love, even if it's our time to eat dinner, what are we watching while we eat? Like, usually it's, I'm slapping on what I want to slap on. Babe, what do you want to watch? <laughs> like the little, the little things like that yeah. is what I'm over time. And as I've been married a year and a year and a bit now, I'm learning and growing. And she'll tell you that, like, I, I'm not perfect, neither is she. But we're growing together and loving it. And another thing that's been beautiful um, about marriage, coming back to off season, the support she showed, boys, like. Wow in the time of uncertainty, doubt, worry. And don't get me wrong, I was I was on my knees every day speaking to the Lord, Lord, break through this or that. And my prayers changed over the time as well. Okay, Lord, you know, I have your way. I'm just waiting. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, but the support she showed was like, again, these are little confirmations along the way. It's like, you know what? you chose right man like, mm, thank you lord for for the mm. wife i have so shout out wife you're seeing you here now yeah shout yeah, out wife. Yeah, i wanted to shout yeah, out man. i also wanted to shout out your parents wes man mm. Thanks, to bro. shout out yeah, your parents because they laid such great foundations for you to also build your life upon as well even though Amen. you know your life is on christ but it's mm. just to have that role model in your parents and have people mm. that are that are on that walk with you. I'm so grateful for my parents of how they raise well, me and how they love each other. And that is like a, you can really see that ride or die in them. And that's really mm, great in me, um, mm, loving my partner and being there for my partner um, as well. Amen, so I just wanted to shout out that. And I wanted to also say like, we live in a generation right now where I believe that marriage, like people are scared, yeah. people are scared. And I wanted to say like, even just to hear Wes and to hear KJ and myself now, is to say it's amazing mm. it really is amazing and it's worth it and it the bible says it says he who finds a wife finds a good thing and finds Amen. favor from the lord from and the i lord. wanted Ooh. to speak that over your life anybody's listening to this like mm. you like don't be afraid don't mm. be afraid but remember to build your life upon Jesus Christ and he will make that path straight because the only way for it to succeed is if you build that relationship Boy. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna no, close up. I just wanted session. to just feel, uh, just share that uh, before we moved on. As no, well. okay, Ken, you just you just help me reveal something for me personally as well. Like when it says, because uh, people say like it's a huge fans of wife fans a good thing, but they, they leave also leave out that and they find favor within the Lord. Mm. Like I'm, I kid you not, my life was going a certain. It wasn't bad, but it was going at a steady pace. So it was going a certain way. Mm. In, until I met my my fiance nothing really much happened as soon as i met her literally things just switch favor literally i was legit starting to get favor in areas i didn't get favor it is wow. crazy why even i'm not hey listen this is how much i love this girl i wouldn't even be here without her today Amen. because i was i messaged john about helping me out with boys and god he had a a opportunity for me to go and film uh, the baptisms uh, a few years ago. Mm. It was on the same day as a date night that we planned to be on. Mm. And I remember, like, I remember being like, ah, oh, babe, like, she's my girlfriend this time. I'm like, ah, oh, babes. 
Yeah, so I got this opportunity with Dominic Footballer, <laughs> and um, it's on the same day as our as the date that we planned. Yeah, yeah. And I know you want me to go, but is it cool if I take this opportunity? Mm. And when I say she was so understanding, and she was like, "Yeah, go for it." If she said no, I wasn't going. Mm. Like, I, uh, if she said no, I, I was not going. And mm. this maybe not even the but the podcast might not even start. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like. It's this beautiful little moments like that when you find the right person. Yeah, man. Things just blossom and blessing. Ah, listen, beautiful. I actually could talk about my missus like all like all day long. I know we can't. Uh, she ain't watching, bro. Allow it, man. I can't do it. She's my biggest she's fan. She's watching me. <laughs> hey, fam. She's my biggest fan. Give her a yard, mate. She's my biggest fan. All right, listen, come on now. Love no, I'm playing, kids. I'm playing, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I actually love love. She, she got me watching Bridgerton. I'm actually enjoying it. Like, hey, Bridgerton. But yes, guys. Um, hope you've been encouraged in 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 what we've just been speaking about there. If you got need any advice, pretty sh- hopefully find like good men around you to to talk about these things with as well. Um, because that the, that support is also needed as well. Um, guys, we're coming up towards the end, and you know when we come up towards the end, it's time for them for them quick fire questions. Get the fun yeah. in there as well. And you know what it is? Smash the like button, subscribe to the YouTube channel and make sure you go follow 316 Clo, our sponsors for today and always. Right, so man like Wes, got some quick fire questions for you. So what is one of your highlights and one of your favorite moments in your career? Highlights, favorite moments. <clears throat> My first highlight, highlight, is probably the first season where I broke through at Birmingham City. Mm. Um, the last, it was the last game of the season. We needed to win to stay up. Or, or we, we, I think we could have a draw would have kept us up, maybe. But like going into the game, you don't know. So we need to win this game. We're playing against Fulham, who are in second or third, like going for automatic promotion. This is the year that Ryan Sessegnon was on the flames. Yeah. In left wing. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing right back for this game. Yes. And I had a blinder. Had a blinder. We, um, I assisted our first goal. We won 3-1. And it was just like, it was amazing. So yeah, come on. I'd say that's that's the first, yeah, probably the biggest highlight. Oh, no, yeah, first highlight. I have a few, to be fair, but yeah, yeah. I'll go with that one. Okay, nice, nice. Um, Where is it here now? Yeah. What is your, what is your favourite Bible verse? Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 19 says the Lord God is your strength and he will make your feet like hinds feet and he will make you to walk upon my high places and that many years ago my auntie so my dad's sister who she's been in the faith longer than my dad to be fair she sent that to me um yeah years ago and told me to anoint my feet before football matches and stuff and yeah it's just stuck with me ever since like the Lord, my strength is in the Lord. His strength is in me. Like, it's not on me. It's all in him. So, yeah, man, I think that's that's number one for me. It's always been number one, man, that one. Yeah. And nice. Also, you know, a man is proper into the faith when he's, his favorite verse is from Habakkuk. Do people <laughs> even read Habakkuk? You know that is saying? true. <laughs> to be fair, I wouldn't have read it if I didn't see that verse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. all right. Nah, no, there's, there's there's some books please. in there that, like, if you yeah. mention the name, you'd be like, Wait, is that is that's one of the books? Nah, you know what I'm saying? Right now, I'd yeah, advise people to read that book, man. It's a blessing. Hey, come on, it's a blessing, man. Oh, come on. Um, toughest opponent that you have faced, 
Ooh. Toughest opponent. Oh my days, Kenji. Would you have been at Swansea these times? You? So okay, name name wise, uh Sami Nazri. I played against him oh, when he was yeah, West Ham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And being an Arsenal fan, I look like love seeing him. But the game where I absolutely got I got cooked, Swansea away, Kenji. I don't know if he was still there, but basically our left back, I was on the bench, our left back got, got in uh red card. So our right back went to left back. I went on a right back, but we obviously had one less man. They yeah. were doubling up my side the whole time. Jefferson Montero. <laughs> Bro, you know how good this guy was? Wait. We're going to go on to him in a minute. Keep going. Kenj. They just kept getting it. You know the ones as a full... Oh, you man don't even know. When you're a fullback and it's like... You're just trying to see the game out. It's like, stop giving it to my winger. And on top of that, I've got no one in front of me to protect me. So he was just literally get it to the fullback, get it to him, slow it down, get out of feet, whips. And he was so sharp. Like, oh, honestly... Kenj, I think it was two a year or two years later, he came to Birmingham and I was like, bro, what are you doing? Did he come no, to Birmingham? Ah, yeah, yeah. He went with Gary Monk. No, nah, it was after. It was a year after. Or did he go with um yeah, Pep Pep, Pep, Pep. Pep. Yeah, yeah. Pep yeah. was the assistant. Yeah. No, but Pep Pep was now the gaffer, isn't it? <laughs> so he was the gaffer of Birmingham? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so he yeah. took it, so he was a bot Jeff. He bro, was like, let me Jeff tell him. you about Jeff, yeah. On, man. My man yeah. cannot do possession. Don't try yeah, and do yeah. a two-touch possession yeah, yeah, yeah. with my man, bro. But when it comes to one-on-one, -on -one, when it comes, when he's got his man, what? And it's like this. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That is long, you know. Oh, it's my actually, I've seen him do madness, like, against United, Arsenal. Like, he's done. Yeah. No, he was. He was the was problem like... was he was always injured, man. Always hammy. Mm. Yeah, he was he just it's because he's problems. small and explosive, isn't it? Bro, he was he was different. You know? Wow, yeah, my man was he banging was for uh, uh for Ecuador as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He was Honestly, he gave me my toughest guy. I was like, please, like this is well. long. Ref blow that final whistle. Blow <laughs> <laughs> that whistle. Oh yeah, nah, yeah love man. that man. Love that. If you could witness a biblical event firsthand, so you were there, right mm. there, center, witnessing it. What would what it would be? Biblical event firsthand. When Jesus returned to his disciples after the death, yeah. burial, resurrection, I think that moment where they're actually there. Um, and Jesus returned, I think I would have been like, yo, like, yeah, <laughs> I think I, I think I would have, <laughs> this is kind of purple. <laughs> Do you know what I just <laughs> I, I, Yeah, I think I'd love that, number one. Um, but in terms of like an actual, not even a situation like, so basically, Apostle Paul, when he was sore before, yeah, seeing him persecute Christians or whatever, and then the Lord, uh, blinding him and him coming back see i'd love to see the transition of his life like yeah this yeah. man was actually like doing a madness back in the day like 
I think I'd love to see that. But yeah, yeah, one just one situation would probably be here. Uh, Jesus coming by, man. Oh, oh no. No, no, I like those two. Those two are solid. Um, here you go. <clears throat> what is your ultimate five-a-side team? Um, so you can five players, um, goalkeeper, four outfield players, any player from any era, past or present, who would you pick? And you can be, we had the first time ever, Tyro Awani in the last pod, he picked himself. Mm. So you can pick yourself. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Is this who I've played with or just... No, no, just any, any player that okay. you like. Yeah, anyone, bro. Anyone. Five. Five. Five aside, bro. Five aside. Goalkeeper, four outfield players. The keeper has to be Neuer for me. You can also go fly goalie, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Rush back, rush back. All right, all right. No. <laughs> what are you twisting up the thing for, man? No, oh, no, cool. forget that. No, so Manuel Neuer nets. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, Neuer. I even wanted to say Edison, but on the five side, you don't need him singing it. Neuer in goal. To it. Keeper, defender. Five side, yeah? Yeah, five side. Keeper, defender. Free attack. Oh, I wish I thought about this before. Um, Maybe Sergio Ramos is a defender. Ooh, he won yeah. everything. And he was a bad man as a defender. Like, yeah. bad goals. Uh, oh, the three. Oh, my days. Ronaldinho. Oh, my word. Yeah. Can't miss out Dino. Can't miss out Lionel Messi. And the That's last one. one. I'm surprised you haven't said you're, you're a legend for, for Arsenal. Nah, Obviously, Thierry's, Thierry's a joke, but probably R9. Oh, my word. Ooh. R9, yeah. R9. I've missed out Cristiano Ronaldo, which is... But Messi, Ronaldinho on the wings. Yeah, Ronaldo. R9 in the... T- oh. yeah, you don't need Ronaldo in them. In that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, yeah, i go with that. I think Sergio Ramos now is a bit underwhelming, but... Yeah. Well, you know, five-time Champions League winner. No, 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 don't say it like that, man. Don't say it like that. I'm just, it you know, I might have to put myself in there. I might have to put myself in there. Instead of Sergio, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. Um, all right, we've got the uh, the last two, then then we'll be out here, guys. Um, but yeah, so what advice would you give to? I know you mentioned uh, some advice earlier in the show. But what advice would you give to um, young ballers in Christ that are trying to make it? Um, I touched on sowing and reaping. Like, certainly in the faith, even away from football, I think sometimes we just leave... Obviously, prayer is powerful, but we just, yeah, pray and then leave it there without actually sowing into certain areas and doing the work ourselves. So... I'd say literally just be working hard and be working smart. Um, sometimes it's oh, work, work, work. Sometimes you need rest. Sleep is important as well. What you eat is important. Um, so I'd literally be saying, yeah, you need to be sewing, sewing into your, your career. Um, yeah, sewing. We can't just all, it's lazy just to leave it with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'd say that, bro. Oh, nice, nice. And um, I don't, I don't know how to ask you this one because you are you, you are a Boys and God member, so you, you you know, like we normally ask, what do you think of the Boys and God platform to like maybe some ballers who are not necessarily inside mm. of the of the group? Nah, but, you're still asking though. 
Yeah, what actually? Uh, what? What? How? What do you know? Let me change it. Let me change it up a little bit. Mm. What does balls and God mean to you? That's all right. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Balls and God, genuinely, to me, as me and Kenji touched on, it's been life changing for me. So, it's I say it's been a destiny helper in terms of. I always share with the brothers about being in fellowship and how important the gathering of the brethren is and being one with other believers. We see it in the book of Acts and there's so many scriptures in the Bible which talk about it. But yeah, being one with other believers and uh, literally having it with bodies in God has been life-changing. Like being able to just be open with other brothers who aren't judging you, aren't, and they're actually going through similar situations as well. So again, I've swayed away from the question. What does it mean to me? What has it been to me? I think I said it, yeah, it's been a destiny helper. And yeah, I genuinely love the brothers. Kenji, like me and Kenji love one another. That's my guy. John has been such a blessing to many of us, like a real role model and leader. And even through him being older than most of us <clears throat> and being through what he's been through in his career, he's been through everything all of us have been through. He's been the star boy. He's mm -hmm. been rejected he's been in loads of different countries he's been in england so having that um for us to look up to is just yeah it's wonderful so yeah man yeah. amazing you yeah, said man. man and i just wanted to add on if anybody is listening to this any semi-pro players football professional footballers uh mm. please do message us on instagram or message or put it in the comments that you want in um because we have fellowship on a wednesday you know we have so many things and activities that we do um in ballers in god it's not just this podcast it's not just the, mm. the instagram page there's so much more to it so just message us saying you want in and um and we'll get you on the next zoom call for sure because we also pray every morning from seven yeah. to half seven which has just been a blessing uh to my life it's given me a structure and routine as well so um and we have bible study on a sunday so there's so many things that you can get yeah, yourself involved in um, by just messaging us that you want him. Yeah, man, we love that. And talking about prayer, Kenj, can you uh, you can take us out with a for prayer? Sure, and then for sure. Wes, before we go, man, thank you so much for uh, coming on, pouring your heart out. I hope you enjoyed My yourself. Girl, man. Uh, mm. Because we really enjoyed it. And I know that there's going to be so many uh, people that have been blessed by this. So also put down your biggest takeaway um, in the comments below um, and share the things. If anything that you want to share to Wes, and that you learned from him, anything that you took from this, what the Holy Spirit has prompted you in your heart, please put them in the comments. We'd love to to hear uh, from you guys as well. But thanks again, Wes, uh, for coming on. But let me just pray. And if you can come thank you, brothers. Uh, with this as well. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you so much for Wes. We thank you for KJ. And we thank you for Ballers in God. We thank you for what you're doing um, in this space. We thank you for the podcast, Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray that your will will be done in the podcast, Lord. Lord, that whatever has been shared right now, Heavenly Father, that the things that you have put on the people's hearts right now, Lord, may it fall on good soil, Heavenly Father. Yeah. May it fall on the soil that you've 
that that will reap heavenly father that it will that it will turn into into fruit heavenly father lord i thank you so much for what you're doing in ballers in god and i thank you for what you're doing in our hearts as well lord may you manifest yourself through the people that are listening to this may you continue to sow into john as well heavenly father may you continue to to show him exactly who you are heavenly father and continue to just give him the wisdom discernment and and the the, the knowledge on what to do as well heavenly father with ballers in god lord we're so grateful and thankful to have a leader like him heavenly father lord may you also pour into his family lord to to, to his wife and his son may you keep them may you cause your face to shine upon them lord and give them peace lord i pray that your will will be done in our lives in jesus name i pray amen 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 thank you kenji thank you and obviously again thank you wes for, for everything that you shared um, I really appreciate that. I've enjoyed this one uh, thoroughly. Uh, it's, been, it's been a pleasure getting to know you outside of, of this part as well. Like I'm enjoying mm. um, different events and, and retreats and that. So yeah, more more to come. But thank you so much uh, for Wes and may may God bless you and your wife and your marriage yeah. and your family and and keep doing what you're doing, man. And uh, yeah, maybe late promotion charge in the in the championship with more well, it's grace, man. Yeah, come on grace. and brothers quickly thank you for having me um you guys are truly doing a good job i've been watching most of the episodes i still got some to catch up on but you're doing a good job and yeah i love and appreciate you both man thank you nah, i appreciate that so much wes man thank you yeah we appreciate that and, and guys we appreciate you for every yes. single one of you watching yes. and listening, we appreciate uh, all the support that you give us um, and continue to support us by, by not only just liking the video, not only just subscribing to the YouTube page and also following us on Instagram, but your prayers as well will be very much appreciated. We appreciate that as well. And um, and yeah, guys, thank you so much for, for making this possible. Without you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. So you guys are as important to us as the footballers are to football teams. So yeah, we appreciate that. And yeah, remember guys, we are sponsored by 316 Clove. If you want the stylish clothes, you want to look swaggy, you want to look uh -huh. cool, maybe you're looking for an outfit to attract what future wifey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is where you need to get, get the clothes from, you know what I mean? Where Kenji's might be frozen or smiling. He's not frozen. Normally he is. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's mocking it. Wait, he's he mocking is wearing that, 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 that 316, 316 top. I'm wearing the hat. Much more. The shorts. There's jogging bottoms. Uh, there's jumpers. There's so much more that you can get from 316 clothes. So make sure you go over to the, uh, the Instagram page. Go over to their website. Buy the clothes. And not only is it just a clothing brand, but it's also a movement in faith as well. We're bringing yeah. fashion and they're bringing uh, faith together as one so guys go over and support that guys and for the rest of you and everyone else have a wonderful wonderful week we'll be back again soon with another podcast more team talks on the way more to come on the boys and god youtube and spotify account so guys keep tuned and have a great week goodbye god bless peace